This episode, the first of a two-parter of exclusive recipes from our new book, A La Mode. Today's recipe, browned butter graham crackers. Welcome. I'm Bruce Weinstein. I'm the chef in Bruce and Mark. Hey there, and I'm Mark Scarborough. I'm the writer. I may be the chef, but today I'm getting out of the kitchen. Because I've got a secret. As a writer, I haven't cooked a thing in years. That's about to change. Mark's headed into the kitchen. Remember, he's a writer, and he gets easily distracted, usually by bourbon. Hey, watch it. I'm doing the cooking. And I'm going to help you out. And I'm going to guide him, and I'm going to give him tips, and I'm going to judge him. And so after 25 books, he can finally say, Hey, I f***ing made that. Oh boy, butter. Lots and lots of butter. And brown butter at that. <laughs> I love brown butter. When I was a kid, I I loved scrambled eggs. I still love scrambled eggs. But when I was a kid, my mom made me scrambled eggs one day and she accidentally let the butter burn in the skillet or brown in the skillet but she didn't throw it out she just you know we were frugal protestants and she just went ahead and made the scrambled eggs in the brown butter and it was so nutty and tasty that apparently so she tells it as a little kid i would throw a fit if my eggs weren't scrambled in brown butter from there on. well you're about to get a real treat because you're going to make graham crackers with browned butter this is a recipe from our new book a la mode and we're doing this recipe pairing this recipe on the one next week but we're kind of doing it for mother's day because this is kind of a recipe your mom should have made you or would have made you or might have made you or maybe should have made. I don't know. Anyway, it's a mom recipe. It's graham crackers. But even if your mom didn't make you graham crackers. No, my mom did not make me graham crackers. <laughs> you could make her graham crackers for Mother's Day and brown butter graham crackers at that. And the book, A La Mode, goes on sale June 7th. It is 120 recipes. That's 60 desserts with 60 ice creams that go on top of them. It's quite lovely. This recipe, although the book goes on sale June 7th, this recipe is available on our website now at bruceandmark.com. And we should say the book has got beautiful photography, doesn't it? Uh, We had a wonderful photographer who shot a number of our books. Eric Metzger from Brooklyn shot this book too. And it's a stunning Beautiful book. It is. It's real downtown bistro-y, dark wood. It's got a gorgeous vibe going on inside of it. So we're giving you a preview today here with this recipe and the one for next week. So today's the dessert, the graham crackers, and next week comes the ice cream pairing, which you, I swear, you will not believe. It is browned butter, butter, pecan, ice cream. Seriously, seriously. But first, we're going to make the graham crackers, so you better get cooking. So Mark started working on this in the gap between scenes, so why don't you tell what you've been doing (laughs) and what my editing left out? Okay, your editing left out the melting of the butter. I melted six tablespoons of unsalted butter in a small saucepan over low heat, and then I just kept it going for about two minutes or so until the mixture turned a golden brown. Uh, And I set it aside off the heat and cooled it to room temperature for about 45 minutes. Yeah, and the butter continued to brown even more when you took it off the heat because of residual heat. And what you ended up with was a dark brown oil and milk solids in the pan. All the milk liquids, you know, because butter is fat and it's milk solids and some milk liquids, the liquids actually boil off when you brown butter. And that allows the milk solids then to get a little burned and caramelized, and that tints the butter oil brown, and you have this fabulous concoction. I should say that we are working with unsalted butter, and we always work with unsalted butter in baking recipes. 
Why should anyone else control the salt content of my dessert? And there's another ingredient here we have to talk about for the next step. It's called graham flour. Graham flour. Thank and you to the Kellogg's <laughs> in Battle Creek, Michigan. Graham yeah, flour. They were obsessed about doing things. Your your, your morning activities and graham flour helps. Ablutions, I believe because they're called. Graham flour is a whole grain product. And the way it's rather than just grinding the wheat berries the way they make standard whole wheat flour. The bran and the um, germ are removed, so you have just the white creamy endosperm inside, which is what you grind for white flour, and that is ground. And then they grind up the bran and the germ separately, and they don't grind it very finely, they grind it coarsely. Then they mix that coarsely ground bran and germ back into the white flour, and that is what gives you these fabulously textured graham flour. I think today even many manufacturers right, just make it by adding ground bran and germ to refined white flour. Yeah, to they're not making their own flour. They're doing it that way. Right. I think that's how it's made. So, okay, I am ready to move on. So we've got the oven heated to 350 degrees. And we've cut a piece of parchment paper to fit inside our 13 by 18 inch sheet pan. If you've got an 11 by 17 inch sheet pan, that's fine. Just cut your parchment to fit inside that. And when Mark tells you what he's mixed up and what he's doing, you don't got to write it down because, as always, this recipe will be at our website, bruceandmark.com. And I should also say that if you're working with a 10 by, what is that, 13 inch 10 by 15. Pen? It's a 10 jelly? by 15 it's jelly roll pan. You're not going to work here really well. Uh, there's going to be a problem for you later on. We'll get to it in a bit. So you really need a bigger sheet pan than that. Um, so I'm going to sure that we'll come back also to why we cut that paper in a minute. But right now, I'm going to tell you what I've got. I've mixed together uh, one and a half cups of graham flour, a half a cup of all-purpose flour, a half a cup of packed dark brown sugar, a half a teaspoon of baking soda, a half a teaspoon of salt, a quarter teaspoon of baking powder, and a quarter teaspoon of ground cinnamon. And it's all been whisked together until uniform, as they say, in a big bowl. So now I need you to whisk a quarter cup of milk, two tablespoons of honey, and a teaspoon of vanilla in a smaller bowl until it's smooth. So um, we're using whole milk, but what, what, what kind of milk could I use? You could use 2% if you don't want to use whole, but you need some fat. Do not use skim milk in this because you want some of that milk fat to give you the right texture for these, for these graham crackers. So now mix the milk mixture and all the brown butter even with its burnt up little milk solids into the dry ingredients and stir it and stir it and stir it right and it's becoming a nice soft moist dough and it looks like you may need to add a little bit more milk so add another tablespoon of milk to that because we want this to come together into a dough but a little slightly sticky but this needs to definitely be a dough okay i should say that i know why that we're adding more milk and why i've now added another tablespoon of milk is because graham flour has really varying amounts of moisture content depending on how long it's on the shelf, how much moisture was residually in the bran and the germ before they ground it. It's really uh, even more so than all-purpose flour. So we gotta kinda mess with this a bit to make sure that we got the right amount. Yeah, you may find that you don't need to add any more. You may find you need to add two tablespoons more, maybe even three. Mark only had to add one, so now you're ready to shape the graham crackers. Okay, that piece of parchment. That's why we cut it earlier. It's set on the counter. It is not set into your baking pan. You've dusting it with flour and now dust your rolling pin with flour. And I want you to start rolling this dough out into a 10 by 15 inch rectangle. 10 by 15 inch. Exactly. Get out your ruler. Get out your OCD. <laughs> I've never been OCD about anything in my whole life. Really? Okay. Well, about a butter. You've been OCD about butter. Yeah, I've been OCD about butter. Now, pick up the parchment with the dough rectangle that you just rolled out. 
and transfer that whole thing to the baking sheet. So that's why the paper was separate. Yeah, because you would never be able to transfer that dough from the counter to the part. You'd never get it off the counter if you rolled it straight in the counter. Now the hard part. Uh-oh. Take this paring knife and I want you to cut through the dough down the long way, but not all the way down to the parchment paper and the baking sheet. Just you scoring it just about three quarters of the way down so that later we'll be able to break these when they're baked. I, I, I don't know if you can hear that in the podcast, but that's one of the dogs standing next to me. <laughs> Clearly he's got wind of these graham crackers. <laughs> so uh, I cut it down lengthwise. So about like this, I've cut it all the way down lengthwise, right? Just yeah, that's perfect. Without but, cutting through. Yep. And so now you have to make 16 rectangles out of these two. So now you're going to cut seven horizontal scores evenly across this whole thing from one end to the other, and that will break these two into 16 beautiful rectangles. Wow, math is hard. (laughs) Eyeball it if you can't get OCD. I can't get OCD. Great. Now pick up a fork, and I want you to prick each little rectangle with this fork. You know, those three sets of diagonal little holes that go along the rectangles, or you can make whatever design you like. What's that? It's a tulip. Yeah, and you say you can't get OCD. And now we're ready for my favorite part, tasting and judgment. Well, uh, first we have to say what we did, right? Oh, okay. We baked them. We put that baking sheet in the oven. We did. And we baked them until they were brown, set, and firm. And then we cooled them on a baking sheet and a wire rack until they were room temperature. It took about an hour. And then we broke them into smaller rectangles along those beautiful score lines you did. And now we're ready to try them. All right. So I am, I am, wow. You know what? It's Mother's Day. <laughs> you need to make your mom graham crackers. Even if she never made you graham crackers. What, what a great dessert. To pull out a plate of graham crackers with some ice cream at the end of the meal. That is so fabulous. These also ship well. So if you're not seeing your mom Mm. on Mother's Day, make a few batches of these and pack them up and mail them to her. And even if you're not doing it on Mother's Day, people just get giddy over homemade graham crackers. But I should tell you that these are exceptionally sophisticated because the brown butter gives them a nutty, just slightly bitter edge. Oh, they're, they're delicious. They may not be favored amongst the third grade set because they're not as sweet and they're not as, they're a little thicker mm-hmm. and crunchier and they've got that slight brown butter, nutty, bitter taste in the background. Wow, these are a Mother's Day treat. I cannot wait to try these with ice cream next week. I don't know that there'll be any of these left by next week. I cannot wait to make another batch of these to go with the ice cream next week. This recipe for brown butter graham crackers is a recipe from our new book, A La Mode. You'll find the recipe in the book, of course, but you'll also find it on our website, bruceandmark.com. The book is filled with fantastic combinations like bacon maple walnut pie with frozen malt custard. Oh, and one of my favorite, the apple cranberry streusel pie 
with camembert ice cream. I mean, you can't believe this with camembert ice cream. It's got this slightly stinky, cheesy flavor to the ice cream to you match that You make it sound pie. so good. Oh my God, if you've ever had a piece of cheese with apple pie, this is it right and here. And the lemon polenta bun cake with poppy seed frozen custard. Oh, and the pine nut pound cake. Remember that? And you, you, you make this pine nut pancake and you slice it into slices and you fry those slices in butter and top them with orange marmalade frozen custard. Wow. Okay. So to hear us cook through more recipes, not necessarily from a la mode, but from everywhere, catch this podcast, Bruce Cooking with Bruce and Mark on Fridays. And for culinary myths debunked, check out the short version of Cooking with Bruce and Mark every Tuesday. So check it out. Brown butter graham crackers. I made them and we ate them and now we have to make some more to go with the ice cream next week. If you're in the Bay Area and want to come cook with us, Mark and I will be teaching a hands-on pressure cooker class at the San Francisco Cooking School on Saturday, May 14th at 10 a.m. There are a few spots left and if you sign up, we'll cook together and we'll have lunch together. If you don't want to do the hands-on thing, then come watch us cook and taste what we're whipping up at Drager's in San Mateo on Friday evening, May 13th. Check out our website, bruceandmark.com, to get the details on these classes and get the links on how to sign up for Friday, May 13th and Saturday, May 14th in San Francisco.